Oh my god, you're being psycho. I can't help it. Hey psychos, it's Karin. And it's Grace, and welcome to episode six of Psychoanalysis. How are you doing, Grace? That was a really awkward pause. Why did you pause? <laughs> I don't know. You can edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, not a whole lot going on. Well, you just got back from vacation. Yeah, it didn't really feel like a vacation, though, honestly, because of everything that's going on. And my parents and I don't necessarily yeah. agree. So it felt mm. a little bit tense. Yeah. I mean, it was really nice. Like, it was mm. fun and it was nice and we... I'm really glad I got to hang out with everyone. Maybe the worst week ever to, like, take a vacation. Literally. And I felt like shit the whole time because I was like, I'm not, like, at home. I can't protest. I can't do anything like that. I was just like, I feel like a blob. Yeah. Well, do you have any, like, funny stories from the trip or anything like that? Oh, my God. I, I have the worst story. Okay. <laughs> so my cousins came out and joined us. For like yeah. the second half of the trip. And we had all... So the Rocky Mountain National Park was reopening. So they hadn't been open mm-hmm. until like the very last few weeks of May. And we all decided that we were going to go to this one hiking trail that we all love to go on. That we haven't been on in a few years. And the trailhead itself, like where you park, is fairly small. Like not a lot of people go there. Yeah. And you had to like buy passes ahead of time for that specific trailhead that you were going to. Mm -hmm. So we bought a pass for this specific trailhead. We go park there and then just they would let us in. And we show up to the trailhead and it's like closed still. Like there's a bunch of like roadblock signs in front of it, like road closed. There's no one there. We can't find any, like, park rangers, so we're just like, what do we do? (laughs) And my uncle just decided, like, fuck the man. Like, we're going to move these roadblock signs and just (laughs) do it anyway. And so, like, that stressed my mom out a lot. My mom was not having a good time. (laughs) And so they, like, move all the roadblock signs. They go in there and park, and then we all just, like, start walking But the problem was it added four miles to our hike because there's like, so that you you can park here, but you can also drive up this road even further and park further along. And Mm -hmm. that had like one of those like metal gates that was locked and you can't drive through that. Yeah, you like like, cannot drive. Yeah. (laughs) So we had to just walk the whole way. Lovely. So it added an extra four miles to our hike. And like how, how long was the hike going to be already? Like 12 miles. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like a like a three mile hike. And no. And had to do like four extra. Like that's like 18. It was like 16 miles total. No, that's total. like 16. It was 16, yeah. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Math is hard, but it was 16 miles total. It started raining on the way up there twice. Amazing. So it like started raining once and we were like, ah, or we can see blue skies ahead. Like it's fine. <laughs> Just kept going. And then it started raining again. And then we get, I don't know, like a mile and a half from the top and we lose the trail. Like it's covered in snow. <laughs> and we're just like, I like sat down and at this point I was not happy. Like I sat down yeah. and I just put my head on my knees and just like sat there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and then my cousins were just like, we're not giving up here. So they just like f- made their own trail, which I will add is insanely dangerous. Like do yeah. you should never it's- do that. It's a different story when you're just like 
walking a trail, you know, in the Midwest. But when you're in the mountains in Rocky Na- Rocky Mountain National Park. On a trail that's supposed to be closed. like Yeah, like maybe don't. That was, and so this is what made me super anxious. We like found their own path on like went over all this snow. We were like hiking up. Like I, I fell into the like the snow's deep. The snow's like 15 uh-huh. feet deep. And I fell into the snow oh. up to my like calf. And I couldn't get out, and I had to have someone pull me out. <laughs> and then we got up to the top. I chugged a beer. We like literally went Amazing. up at the top for like ten minutes because we thought it was gonna start like absolutely storming and we would get stuck. <laughs> and it's cold, and I hadn't prepared for this, so we like start walking back down. I'm a little bit buzzed because I chugged a beer at like <laughs> fourteen hundred feet or something like that. So my brain's like woo, and. It took forever to get down, and by the time we got down, I honestly felt like I was, like, on, a, like, a prison march or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, my feet hurt so bad, I couldn't even feel them anymore. I had, like, pulled another beer from my dad's bag on, when we got to, like, the last two miles and just chugged that. Yikes. Yeah, so it was, like, easily the longest hike I've ever done in my life. <laughs> And also accidentally the longest hike. Like, it wasn't yeah. intentional. Which almost makes it worse because you weren't oh, expecting that, yes. you know? Like, I love hikes, but you have to, like, anticipate how long it's going to be. I think we just, like, thought it would be sort of an easy, chill thing to do. And it mm. really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Was that the day you texted me and you were like, I literally feel like I'm going to fall over if I stand up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you, you had texted me a couple times throughout the day, and I didn't have service the whole time. So, like, I yeah. didn't have service from, like, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., maybe. <laughs> and when I finally texted you back, I was like, yeah, hi, sorry, just hiked 16 miles. <laughs> casually. <laughs> <laughs> not casually, though. It was miserable. Why am I, like, just not surprised that that happened to your family, though? Like, That's just, like, what classic. my family would do. Yeah. Like, just normal classic. families would be like, oh, bummer, let's go to a different hike. <laughs> and my family was like, no, we're fucking doing it anyway. And I was like, I'm concerned. <laughs> Glad you guys survived. Good times, good times. So the episode this week is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing this thing called a deep dive episode. Now, what's a deep dive, you ask? These episodes Great will be question. spread out. Oh, God. <laughs> These episodes will be spread out kind of in between our other episodes once in a while and it'll either be myself or Grace kind of deep diving into a topic and analyzing something that we're passionate about. So whoever's taking a deep dive in that episode goes in depth into whatever subject they want. Yeah, so basically the premise of it is one of us knows more about a topic than the other and we Mm -hmm. want that person to teach it. To me kind of like a little crash course yeah crash course teach it to me like i'm a dumbass like i don't know <laughs> shit and today's episode <laughs> karen will be teaching us about uh, plants. plants let's, let's talk, talk about, about plants, plants baby. Baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about you and me, me. Let's talk about, Let's talk all, about the all the good things and the bad things, things that, that may be. be. Let's talk, talk about, about plants. <laughs> that was 
Really wow. <laughs> this is disgusting. We've done worse, but we've also done better. We've done way anyway. before. <laughs> so, if you know me at all, you know that I'm a full-on plant lady. I love my plants. They're like my babies. And I actually counted them today. I'm at home in Minnesota, but I counted my plants today, not including the ones just like in my house that my mom has. And I have 31. Are you joking? No, like I'm very much serious. That is, and I still want more. No, that's honestly absurd. Like, no, but they're all my babies. Okay, but I just love them. 31? You have 31 babies? That's ridiculous. (laughs) How do you even have room for all of them? Well, I made a little, I have two cinder blocks and I put plywood on top of that. And that's my little plant shelf. And I have like at least. 15 on that oh that's literally what my tv stand is in my living room yeah i know and that's my (laughs) plant stand (laughs) perfect wow amazing so when did you like first get into plants like when did you first get your first plant when did you know that you liked doing this Mm -hmm. so i think well i've always like gardened with my mom or my grandma and my mom's always had plants in the house but i got my first like real like my very own plant Probably it was like senior year of high school and I had had little like succulents before then but I just never really, I was just like yeah whatever, not super obsessed. But I got a little aloe plant my senior year of high school and it got pretty big and I like replanted it a few times and I thought it would be cute to put it in like a metal ice cream bucket and I brought that to college with me. what? Yeah. An ice cream bucket? Well it was like a, like a little pail. You know, like a metal pail. It looked like, it's like the size, you know what I mean. Okay. Um, Whatever. And I thought that was going to be, I like painted it too and it was super cute. And that guy lasted in there for a good year. But I found out that that pot didn't really have good drainage and it ended up getting root rot. So I had to toss the whole thing. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah, but now, like, I redeemed myself. I have many happy plants now. <laughs> and why do you why do you think you like plants so much? Like, what is it about plants and tending to plants that you like? I think I like having my plants to have something to look forward to and, like, nurture. Like, I don't know. That kind of sounds weird, but I treat them like my little babies. And I love watching okay. them grow. Rule. R- new rule. <laughs> No, I'm going to keep calling them babies. No, you're not allowed to. It's fucking weird. (laughs) They're my babies, though. Stop. (laughs) Okay, fine. I don't even know where I was. Wow. You're talking about why you like them. So I think I like them because I have that little thing that, you know, even on a bad day, on a day where I'm super anxious, on like a good day, like I still have my little plants that I can watch grow and take care of. Uh (laughs) Ah. No, that was actually really cute. I'm just being a dick. (laughs) So you just, you like having something that you look forward to and almost like keeps you accountable. Yeah. Like it keeps you looking forward to the next day. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't want any of them to die. So I'm going to bust my butt to keep them alive. Yeah. I also do want to say I'm not like studying horticulture or I'm not, I'm also not an expert in plants, but like. This is just going to be me talking about why I love them and what I've learned about them throughout the years. You should 
study horticulture. I'm actually taking a floral design class in the fall and I am pumped. I feel like that's very different from horticulture though. Like floral design is like flower arrangements, right? Yeah, but it's like a horticulture class. Cool. Yeah. That sounds fun. I know, I'm excited. Do you name your plants? I actually don't. This was one of the questions I got from a, someone on my Instagram that sent me a question. And I actually don't name my plants, which is kind of weird because you'd think I do. Yeah, you seem like the type of person to do yeah, that. Yeah, no, I totally do. But I think I just have, like, too many. And also, I have never been the type of person to, like, name stuffed animals or name i don't know what other what other things do people wait you didn't name your stuffed animals no i mean like i had this rhino that i still have and it's a blue rhino and its name was blue rhino (laughs) like (laughs) i just don't name things i don't know never really been my thing but karen like has a baby and she's like you are a baby (laughs) (laughs) this baby's name is baby honestly like i would name my dog dog Name your name your child Karin's child. <laughs> Ew. Middle name child, first name Karin. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so I was actually I've done a lot of research on plants and I've read a lot of books just because it's one of the my favorite hobbies. Um, and according to plenty of studies, they've kind of proven that houseplants improve concentration, productivity, reduce stress levels, and boost your mood, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I think I have noticed a difference about like my creativity and mm-hmm. I think my general mood, like when I'm in a room with a plant versus when I'm in a room without a plant, you know? Yeah. Like I think it, it does bring a certain amount of like oxygen. Yeah, that, it does. Yeah. Like, and here, here, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. But, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's not something that like we see as a requirement, but even now, like I've realized if you spend like 15 minutes in the sun, like it's statistically oh my gosh, better it's... for your mental health. Yeah. And like going on walks and being in the outdoors. So I think that one of the biggest things or one of the biggest problems that I have with society is that like people don't understand the value of the outdoors. People don't understand Mm -hmm. what it can actually do for you and your mental health wise. And I think just having a plant inside is like a really good way to reconnect a little bit. I love that. Yeah, I totally agree. And, I mean, you obviously don't need to have 31 like I do in your bedroom. (laughs) But even just one plant in your kitchen or next to your couch can really boost your mood, I've seen. And, yeah, there's just lots of studies out there that show it can even help with memory retention. Um, You can have fewer symptoms of PTSD or you can improve your symptoms of attention deficit disorders like ADD or ADHD. Um, It's just really good for your mental health. Yeah. And that's so interesting. Yeah. And that's why I think I like fell in love with it because I do study um, sociology for my minor. And I think just like that's always been so interesting to me. And then like realizing plants can actually like help improve some mental disabilities in people. That's just super, super interesting to me. So yeah. How many plants have you killed? Hmm, probably like 10. 
which is sad. And I don't like talking about it, but it does happen. And I think I did, a few of them did die, like, when I studied abroad. And, like, I, like, I can't do anything about that, you know? That's, like, 25%, like, though. Yeah, well. Like, 10. Fuck off. <laughs> that's a really bad percentage rate. Wow. I'm kind of shocked. But, like, in my lifetime. So, like, probably the little succulents I had when I was, like, 10. Society like, now. You're counting those? Yeah. Why? Because like, they died. We find ourselves very separate. <laughs> okay, I guess nature. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the best place that you could buy a plant? Honestly, like places like Lowe's or Home Depot. We don't support Home Depot. Yeah, I know, but but Lowe's. I do not support what they go Lowe's. for. Yes, Lowe's has good ones. Yeah, just shops like home improvement stores like that. Um, even like Ace Hardware, if you have that where you live. Yeah. They have some of the best plants that are really inexpensive. Like, I've gotten some of my favorite plants from those types of stores, and they were, like, maybe, they were like less than $10. Interesting. I was always wondering about the quality of those plants there because I feel like because they're so cheap, like, they maybe wouldn't be, like, potted right or something. Well, usually they're not potted. Like, they're just in those plastic ones, and then you just have to take it out of that and pot it yourself. Oh. How do you know what to like pot it in? Um, so I always look for a pot that is like two times the size of like the pot that it comes in. So then it has room, the roots have room to grow. And then ultimately like your plant will grow larger, faster. But I always look for a pot that has good drainage. And if it doesn't have like a hole in the bottom and like a saucer, then all you have to do is put rocks in the bottom and then put your soil on top of the rocks so then it can drain well. But honestly, I've potted I've potted my plants in like mugs or bowls before. Got it. Okay, so I do have a question for you. Yes. So, do you remember the plant that you brought me when I first moved into the apartment that I'm in? Yeah, right the now? rosemary plant. Yeah. You killed it. I killed it, but it's because <laughs> it, there wasn't a hole at the bottom. Yeah, but I made sure to give it good drainage. But I don't know how it died then. So with herbs, you have to water them a little bit more than normal plants. So that's maybe where you went wrong. I have no idea. I honestly don't know. It died fast. (laughs) You even had it by a window. I had it by a window. I only have like three windows in this apartment. No, two. I have two windows. (laughs) Yeah, that is sad. I would it try died again. really fast. R.I.P. Because <laughs> herbs, herbs can be finicky, but if you water them enough and they're by good light, then you should be good. Mm. Yeah, that is a bummer. <laughs> that's yeah. That's why I was gonna ask because I was like, I think pots need a hole at the bottom, but Karin knows what she's doing, so like I don't understand. Yeah, what's up here? Yeah, um, I have a different like I have a different scenario I'm gonna present to you. So say yeah. your roommate's cat eats like. A large percentage of the leaves of your plant. Oh, shit. Okay. What is the likelihood of it recovering? The plant or the cat? <laughs> Both. <laughs> um, so I've never dealt with that before, but if they truly eat like most of the leaves, I would toss the plant. Yeah. But you could also just take off the leaves like the stems of the leaves that they ate and just 
let it keep growing and it should be fine and it'll just grow new leaves but also like if you have a cat look up what plants are poisonous to cats because there are definitely some house plants that are unsafe for animals I should have gotten one of those and then just like left it on the table and then he would eat that instead. You're horrible. (laughs) The cat was horrible. The cat was disgusting. I hated the cat. Oh my God. But you're right. So like, is the cat still alive? Yeah. I mean, I don't. Do you still have the plant? No. Plant died. Oh. Plant really died. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, if, if there's an animal that's eating a plant and it like eats most of it, I would toss it. I don't know how you get Toss back the from animal. That. <laughs> just, just get him out. Throw the animal out. <laughs> get that shit out. <laughs> That's funny. So I, another problem I had is transporting mm-hmm. the plant. So right. I never have a good time getting the plant home from the store. <laughs> and I'm wondering uh, if you have like a method that you like to use for this. So elaborate on that. <laughs> well, like, because... A lot of times, if you're getting a plant that's, like, a decent size, right. it's hard. You can't, like, buckle it in because it's not just, like, a one, like, mm-hmm. it's going to have leaves that go either way. And so yeah. you can't just, like, shove it up against the seat. But then, like, mm-hmm. anytime I put it on the floor, like, it falls over. And I don't, yeah. I don't really know how to solve this dilemma. No, I've been there. Definitely, if you know you're going plant shopping and you know you're going to come home with a plant, bring like a box you can put it in, like a cardboard box or like a bin, or just make sure the back seat of your car has like a little section where you can kind of like either take a blanket on one side or like a shoe on the other just to kind of stabilize it. But like I've been in situations where... I didn't anticipate buying a plant and I came home with one and if it's small enough I usually just put it in between my legs for the short drive home and just like squeeze squeeze it. <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. Wait, that sounds weird. But Why I just like hold it there. Cuz I just hold it there, you know? It's just like a yeah, stable know, place like, to be. Don't tell me that you squeeze it. It's so fucking gross. Well, it's already out there, so. Okay. Um or I put it in like a cup holder or I just put it on the seat next to me and I kind of just like hold it with one arm, which isn't the safest, but like got to keep the plant safe, you know? Uh, plants life over my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. So, I want to like build a recipe for like mm-hmm. how someone should pick a plant. So if, say I'm living in like a low light, so like the apartment that I'm in right now, literally two windows living in a basement. (laughs) Help. What plants would be good for me? Okay. So plants that love low light that I have had good experiences with are like a snake plant, which I love snake plants. They come in all different sizes and colors. I have kind of a bigger one that's maybe like two and a half feet tall but then I also have little ones that are like six inches tall so they come in all different sizes and shapes snake plants are amazing and they're super durable and easy to care for another one is a zz plant and those are super cute like I literally had mine in the darkest part of my kitchen in my apartment in Lincoln and it was like thriving so super easy to care for those are like my two favorite low light plants And how often do you have to water them? I usually just, like, a good rule to go by for any type of plant is they're going to need water every five to ten days, about. Like, some will need it a little bit sooner, some will need it a little bit later, but for the 
snake plant and ZZ plant, I just do like seven days on the dot. I do every Saturday. Wait, are you just serious? Like, yeah, every Saturday's watering day. And if I miss that, then it's like Sunday or Friday. Uh, I haven't my watered my snake plant in like a month. Um, so maybe water it today. <laughs> yeah, okay, noted. Is he doing all right? Yeah, they look fine. Yeah, snake plants can handle not being watered for a while, but like if you want them to be happy, try to water them. Like, Well, and I want them to grow. Week. I want them to get big. Yeah, so. that is one thing with like these low light plants is they don't grow at as fast of a rate as like pothos do or philodendrons or something like that because I don't know I actually don't know why they're just a little bit slower than normal so you got to have some patience got it Mm -hmm. I need patience yeah so like if you're living in an apartment with a lot of windows and you have a lot of bright light what's a good plant that would still be like easy to take care of like if you have like I don't know are even are are there any plants that are like hard to take hard to take care of Yeah, I have a list of plants that I will, like, maybe get again, but, like, they have never worked for me. But, so, easy to care for, kind of higher light plants are going to be the pothos, the philodendrons, any succulent, the pilea is a good one, aloe plant, yeah. Those are all really good ones to have. Um, Monsteras are pretty good in high light um, and pretty easy to care for. But the thing that you have to make sure you do when you have like succulents is always have them by highlight and don't water them every week. I think that's kind of the biggest thing when it comes to killing any plant really is overwatering or underwatering. But especially with succulents, they do not want water every week. You can water them every other week or honestly like once a month. Dang. You, yeah. I like that you give them personalities. You're like, they don't want water right No, now. they don't. Like, and then, oh my God, the tough guys, the ones that I have had trouble with hate me for some reason and I don't know how to care for them. <laughs> they are palms of any kind, fiddle leaf figs, and ferns. Like, those are just so wait, hard for ferns me. ferns are so easy. Well, yeah, they... In every list, like, it's always, like, oh, ferns are, like, on the easy care. I have never had luck. I don't know why. It might be because I don't have enough, like, humidity in my house or apartment, and they love Mm -hmm. humidity. Oh, my gosh. I can't keep them alive. I don't know why. And it makes me mad. Yeah. I've never had a fern myself, but I babysat a fern for Mm -hmm. a while. And, (laughs) yeah. And it was, like, the easiest thing ever. Like, yeah. And I don't even think I, like, I didn't even put it, like, directly in sunlight. Like, it was, like, on a shelf, like, away from a window. They're very, I guess it could depend on, like, the type of fern, too, because ferns come in, like, a million different types. I think I had a Boston fern, um, but he was so tough. How did he die? He just, like, turned yellow, and I thought I was underwatering him, so then I watered him more. He didn't like that, so then I stopped watering him a lot, and then he didn't like that. And I was like, what do you want? This is how I feel with plants constantly. I'm constantly like, I don't understand. Like, okay, so the plant that's at my parents' house. Yeah. I literally like rehomed this plant, Mm -hmm. uh, my peace lily, Mm -hmm. because I was like, I can't, like, I don't understand what's going on. And I thought like it was the air in my house, but then I moved it to my parents' house and like 
literally the leaves will grow and then as soon as they get to a certain size they just turn black what like it's concerning maybe have you checked the roots no but i here's the thing though i went to the plant shop in lawrence yeah and i had them repot it for me and mm-hmm. literally after they repotted it like two weeks later was when this problem started happening and so I'm like, hmm. these people know what they're doing. Like, they understand how to pot plants and, like, what soil is best for this guy. Did you ever ask the workers there, like, what's going on? No. Hmm. Because that would be, I always, if I have, like, a tricky situation with a plant, like, just ask a worker at a greenhouse or probably not at those, like, not at, like, Home Depot or Lowe's because they don't specialize in plants, but, like, at a plant store. Ask a worker and usually they know. Yeah, it was really weird. I was that is it. weird, though. Huh. Yeah. Every time I go to my parents' house, they're like, oh, it's, like, still do." And my dad's really good with plants, so I, like, will ask my dad about it, and he's like, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> not. It does not look fine. <laughs> John, you're wrong. So can you explain what propagation is? Yes, I would love to. So propagation, <laughs> I just got so excited. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> Propagation is when you take a cutting off of one of your plants and you put it in like a glass or just a container with water and you just kind of leave it there next to a window and the cut off that you cut off, (laughs) the piece that you cut off, the piece that you cut off will eventually start growing its own roots and then once the roots get big enough, you can actually repot it and make it like another plant in soil if i like were to do that could i and like the roots have grown mm-hmm. in the whatever like the new stem mm-hmm. can i replant like multiple in one pot or does it need to go in its own pot yeah you can plant multiple in one pot if it's i would recommend the same of the one like same of one plant if you have a few yeah, cuttings like not not yeah. Several different yeah, yeah yeah why is propag is propagation good for the plants like is it a good thing to do for them yeah it's not necessarily like a good or bad thing it's just if your plant's getting too big you just cut a piece off you have to cut it in the right spot and sometimes that's hard to tell depending on the plant like you have to cut it at a node and if you don't know how to do that there's like a ton of youtube videos out there what's a node yeah a node's like I don't know, a place that a new leaf comes off of, I think. So you have to cut it in the right spot. So look that up, definitely. But it just, I mean, if your plant's too big, it it can just make the plant smaller and you can create a whole new plant with a cutting. And now you have like two plants and one you got for free. So, I mean, it's like not a good it's or like bad It's like a buy thing. one, it's get like, one. It totally is. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm currently propagating one of my pothos cuttings. And its roots are getting so big, and it's so exciting to watch. It's growing a new leaf. Oh, I love it. That's cute. Okay, do you want to go on to the Instagram questions? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, so shout out to all of you guys who sent stuff on my Instagram. I asked for questions about plants, and you guys provided. So I have a few. (laughs) Okay, we will start with what kind of cactus plants are good for college students so honestly any of them any of like those little ones that you find when you're like checking out 
of the plant store and like they're just by the checkout you just like grab one and go those grab them and run don't even pay just go. don't even pay for it just leave you're a college um, student it's fine <laughs> but honestly any cactus plant is going to be good for a college student as long as where you're living has like windows and lighting because cactus and succulent plants love light so just make sure wherever you're living has good light and you're good to go what window is considered good light like how do you know if there's enough light coming in i mean usually south facing windows are gonna be pretty good or i I don't exactly know which way is south but (laughs) i don't even know honestly (laughs) um i just know my bedroom is like a south facing window and it gets a ton of light but just feel out your bedroom or your dorm room or your apartment and kind of see whichever window gets the most light out of the day and put them there that's how i do that that's a good solution yeah I got a question. What are the uses for aloe? If you're anything like me and you get sunburnt, you can cut off one of the bigger leaves of an aloe plant and squeeze like the juice or the... The guts. The guts of the aloe onto your sunburn and it will (laughs) help like relieve pain. Have you ever done that straight from a plant before? Yeah, I have. My mom, when I was growing up, had this like big aloe plant and we would always do it. I've also made like face masks with aloe guts, aloe. Um, like fresh aloe? <laughs> yeah. And That's you just so kind cool. of squeeze it on your face. Yeah. Or you can mix it with like honey and brown sugar and it's like a good exfoliating face mask. There's lots of like recipes online for aloe face masks. And you can also like eat it, but I've never eaten it. That's so fucking cool. Wait. Oh my yeah. gosh. You need an aloe plant, Grace. Plant now. Yeah, they're so cute. They can kind of be tricky to care for sometimes because the leaves take up a lot of water and you want them to be like plump, but not like, if they get too much water, it'll just droop. So you want to find like the happy in between. That's Kylie's aloe plant. Kylie's aloe yeah. plant is drooping. Yep. So Kylie, she's watering it too much. If you're listening, stop watering it. <laughs> water it less. Okay, so I got a question. How often do I need to water my fern? Again, they're kind of tricky ones. They like humidity and water. And like my rule of thumb is like stick your finger in the soil. If you're wondering if your plant needs to be watered, stick your finger in the soil. And if it's dry, like up to your knuckle, you should be good for another watering. This is for most plants, but not like succulus, succulents or cacti. But like for ferns, if the top layer is dry, you're going to want to water it. So they kind of want a little bit more water than other plants. How would you, could you like mimic humidity? Like if your house isn't humid and obviously no one wants their house to be humid because that's disgusting. Yeah. Like how could you mimic humidity for the plant? You could get a humidifier or what I do is I take like a squirt bottle or like a spray bottle and I just mist my plants that like more humidity and that should do the trick. So That's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Um, I have like a cute little mister and most plants like that, but like you don't want to do that to your like pothos or philodendrons because they just like to be watered and they don't really care about humidity, but like ferns and succulents, those are good ones to do. Yeah. They don't care about humidity. They don't. They don't give a fuck. (laughs) Um, I got a question about what is a succulent and is a cat, is it a cactus or a plant? 
And I actually looked this one up. All cacti are succulents, but not all succulents are cacti, if that are makes sense. Are succulents plants? They're a type of plant, but I couldn't really figure out if they like weren't plants. So I think they are considered plants. Wait, now my brain is like fucked up. Like, why would that not be a plant? Yeah, exactly. What else would it be? Like an animal? Like what? It's definitely, well, you know how like mushrooms aren't technically vegetables. They're like fungi. Yeah, but fungi are plants still, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure succulents are considered plants. Okay, I'm, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that one's too confusing. So we're going to move on. Thanks, Jake, for that question. (laughs) How do you make slash keep a watering schedule? This took me a while to figure out. I would choose a day of the week that you don't normally have tons going on. So like for me, Saturday mornings are kind of the mornings where I don't have a lot going on usually. So that's when I normally water all of my plants. Depending on the week, like I won't water my succulents every week, but like I'll still water them every other Saturday. And then I do have a few plants that are a little bit more needy. So I water those ones on Wednesdays as well. So like my Monstera, my Pilea, and my Fiddle Leaf Fig, those get another watering on Wednesdays. But just choose a day that works best for you and try to really stick to it. So I started off with always trying to water my plants on weekends. So like whether it was a Saturday or a Sunday, I just did it. But then I kind of like got more to the schedule of just Saturdays. I think that's really interesting because I literally just whenever I feel like it's been like a week, I do it. And generally speaking, like my plants are okay. Yeah. But I don't, I also only have like three. Like I don't have nearly as many as you do. I just think, yeah, I have so many. So like if I don't stick to a schedule, I just get confused and I just don't want them to die. So But I know, like, my mom does, um, like, Sunday nights or just Sunday during the day. And then I also have a friend who just does, like, Tuesday afternoons or nights. That's just when she's free. When you studied abroad, like, did your mom just take care of all of them? Yeah, but I also didn't have nearly as many when I studied abroad. Really? Yeah, I had, like, four or five. I know. You're telling me that you bought... Don't, don't, don't. 26 (laughs) plants... Within the past, In the past year? year. Are you yeah. joking? Okay, but a few of them were like given to me. Like four. Yeah. So you I'm, bought 22. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Karen. Oh, I have a problem, okay? That's insane. We are addressing the problem and we will move on. <laughs> How often do you buy a new plant? Well, I haven't bought any over quarantine. So that's like big for me. It's been like four months since I've bought one, which is huge. But yeah, I would normally buy at least one a month. This is like your new therapy. Like you're just like, what? honestly. Oh my gosh, Jake sent me this one tweet sometime that was like, when I'm sad, I go buy plants. And it was like this girl who was like crying and holding plants. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it is my therapy. You're not the only one who has this problem. Yeah. Okay, on to the next. What's your favorite plant to eat? I'm assuming it's, this means like herbs or vegetables as well as like, not like, not my normal plants, you know? I'm assuming. (laughs) Yeah, you just munch on those leaves every now and then. (laughs) 
I would say, so my mom and I have really been into our mint plant and we use it for like mojitos or margaritas or just infused water. And I definitely use the mint the most. How many like herb plants do you have? You and your mom combined? Yeah, so all of my herb plants slash like vegetable plants are like my family's, not just mine. So my mom has a ton of herbs like behind our sink. She has like a lavender, rosemary, a few different basil ones. We have a mint, cilantro, and I feel like we might have a thyme. Yeah, that's about it. I feel like that's that's like so cool to me because I think that honestly like one of the most expensive parts of cooking can be like fresh herbs, herbs. And yeah yeah and I I don't own any fresh herbs like mm-hmm. I never buy fresh herbs because they're just so expensive and yeah. they go bad so quickly so I think having them like in your kitchen like that's such a cool thing to me because honestly it would make everything taste better and it's way oh cheaper. it makes any meal just like bump up five levels it's such an easy way to add like spice into your meal but highly recommend if you don't know like where to even start with herbs i would recommend just getting like a basil plant or a rosemary plant because that's so cool i use rosemary all the time on like chicken or turkey or when i make pasta so it can honestly go on any meal and it's super easy to grow and take care of obviously not for grace but for other people okay i'll try again fuck off (laughs) i blame my apartment i blame your apartment too my apartment sucks for plants right now so would you say that like your mom because it sounds like your mom's fairly into plants and gardening as well. Mm -hmm. So would you say that like watching your mom do this has like sort of fostered a place for you to have a passion like this or maybe be more interested in it? Yeah, I definitely think so. She's always been like kind of into it. And then when once I started getting into it, I think we like feed off of each other. So now like both of us just like love them. But yeah, definitely growing up with plants around the house and like fresh herbs probably influenced my love of them. That's so cute. Yeah. Love you, Angie. It's so fun to have a passion <laughs> with your mom. That's adorable. Yeah. Yay. And we always like plant the flowers outside together and pull weeds and stuff like that. I just like love it. I love it. that. So cute. All right. We have two more questions from people. Um, what's my least favorite plant of all time? Parentheses, non-poisonous. It's kind of a tricky one. I'm just going to go off of personal experience. I hate palms. I had a palm and it was so cute and I did everything to make it happy. And it just like kept on losing its leaves and turning brown. Are palms the ones that can get like super big, like six feet? Yeah, they can get pretty big and they're so cute. And like, I wish I connected better with my palm. (laughs) Because I just didn't know what oh was going on. Oh my god, I wish we connected better. I you do. Know, there's just like a misconnection between me and that plant. You know, there we just don't connect was. very well. Our chemistry <laughs> is off. Shut <laughs> what? It was. I. It was so cute. I Honestly, I think it was the draft coming from the window that ultimately killed it. But man, I tried so hard to keep that guy alive. I'm just like, I will never get another one because... I had one even before that, and he hated me, so we're done. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Okay, and ending with what is my favorite plant? My favorite plant. Mm, okay, so I have two ways I could go with this. Just the moist, the most loyal plant that will always be there for me. I will keep rebuying them. The pothos plant. So the easy most to keep. loyal. He, okay, <laughs> they really are. They are very easy to care for. Such a good beginner plant, but also like they get so big and you can propagate them and they're just amazing. But my favorite plant because it's special that I have is my monstera plant because he's just so cute and then he just keeps popping up leaves and when they unravel they have like the like the holes in them like a monstera leaf has those like Mm -hmm. indents and holes and it's just so cute so yeah those are my two favorite plants oh wait the I love the monstera plants aren't they cute I want one okay get one I will. They look really cool. Yeah, yeah. I would say that that's, like, it's one of the prettiest plants. For yeah, sure. it's so special. So I just love mine. Love. So do you have any, like, final advice for anyone who wants to get a plant? Hmm. Yeah, so I guess my final advice would be, hmm. Okay, so a lot of people can get discouraged about buying plants or taking care of plants because they don't think they have a green thumb or they just think they kill every plant that they get. But my advice would be just to have patience with it and have fun with it. And a lot of the time, the reason people are killing their plants is overwatering or underwatering. So mm-hmm. just really make sure you look up the type of plant you buy and really know its needs and just give it the right amount of water and you should be fine. Yay! Ta-da! Ta-da! That concludes our very first deep dive. Wow, how do you feel? I loved it. Honestly, I could talk all day about plants. I feel educated. You're welcome. So next time we have a deep dive episode, it'll probably be in a good month or so. Grace will be digging into a topic that she's interested about. But yeah, thus concludes episode six of Psychoanalysis. Please Make sure to tune in next week because next week we have a very important episode coming out. This was kind of a fun one, but we have important stuff coming out soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time. Until next time. Ciao.